What's up, fellow Zeros? Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that says, kill them all and let fate sort out the mess. As always, I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along with me two perfect weapons to talk to you about the movie Wanted. We've got sequel. The podcast that never sends sheep to kill a wolf. That's good. And Corey. The podcast that's just a thug who can bend bullets. Frank wrote, the podcast that wants to shoot this motherfucker. And my honorable mention is the podcast that has an I- that has an Ikea kitchen table we picked up for a really good price. Cool. Like I said a moment ago, we're here to talk to you about Wanted, but before we do that, let's let you know what else we've been watching. Corey, what have you been watching? I honestly have not been watching... Oh, you know what I watched? I watched the entire Back to the, uh, Back to the Future trilogy yesterday. It was on Incredible. HBO. You forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of hours of movie there. Yeah, I mean, it was MLK Junior Day. Like, we didn't have anything. Oh, okay. You know, Pam was at work all day, and, and I had, like, a bunch of things I had to do, like, on the laptop, and her parents were home. Anyways, uh, so it was on, and her parents were watching it, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to sit here and watch it with you guys. It's such a good series. I hate part three. I That's actually the one, as I sat down, I got to the end of it, I was like, this was actually a little better than I remember it being. I've never seen three. Go back. Well, I guess they are in Hill Valley, but like I don't like the West Western style they they chose to go with. I, I didn't mind that at all. Yeah. I like that it was just different. A, I, I like that it was just a play on like all of the old West tropes. So I, I mean, that was fine. One and two are my jam. Yeah, two is incredible. They're good. They really are. Hey, sequel. What do you watch? I watched the Netflix series End of the Effing World. Oh. Nope. No. Nothing. Nope. Have you heard of it? But you had a yeah. shot with Corey. Actually, I haven't heard of it. No, what is it about? It's a British show, so it's this. Um, it, but it's Netflix produced. But the, all the actors are British. It takes place in England. So this, these two kids are in high school, and this this girl's pretty crazy. Is like rebelling against her parents and her stepdad, and this boy thinks he's a. She's like, I think I'm a psychopath, and it shows him growing up and like learning how like not to like feel or emote and he like has this thing with like killing small animals it's like a dark comedy so this girl like is dating him i think has a shot against her like uh, against her parents or like just to do it and he wants to kill her and he's like waiting for like the opportune time and then they go on an adventure and in your back of your mind you're thinking like oh he's gonna kill her like eventually in the show i'm not gonna spoil what happens but like the episodes are really short, like they're 20-minute episodes, oh, cool. and it's like a pretty compelling story. There's eight episodes, so I knocked it out in like a day and a half. Nice. It's very interesting. I actually have heard of it now that you say that. It's, um, it sounds a lot like how they filmed My Friend Dahmer, actually. Did you guys hear about that movie? Yes, I, think, I saw the trailer for it. you talked about okay, it. Okay, yeah, I did. Yeah. I know I saw. I talked about it a little bit when I you, saw it. You saw it alone in the theater with one serial killer. Yeah, he was he's, definitely a serial killer. <laughs> he's in high school on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen the But, the the, I mean, because, you know, you go into that movie knowing who Jeffrey Dahmer is and what he eventually does, so, like, you keep, like, getting on the edge of you, like, uh, uh, is he gonna... No, okay. Okay, no, no, I guess he's... Oh, wait, wait, maybe... No, 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 no. But, like, it, again, it's a dark comedy. They're, like, this... I laugh so hard at this scene where, like, she's coming over to, like, you know, make out with him on his couch. And you see him sitting on the couch staring at the wall. And he has, like, a knife hidden under his pillow. And he's, like, practicing pulling it up <laughs> before she comes in. It's, like, so really funny. <laughs> 
Okay. Classic comedy. You can see it like pull it up. Right? And then she comes and like he's like, ah, do I want under this pillow? Or do I want under this pillow? <laughs> Which side is she gonna sit on? He's pulling out like, no, it doesn't feel right. I can do better. <laughs> It's like that scene in Back to the Future 3 when he does, like, the taxi cab you talking to me with his drawing the gun. Right. Way to, way to call that back. <laughs> Joe, what have you been watching? This week I watched two movies. First movie I watched was Warm Bodies. It's a... I like that movie. I did, too. I was Rob, surprised. Rob Cordray is in there, right? Yeah, Rob Cordray. Nicholas yeah. Holt is the lead, who right. I think is a really underrated actor. He's Nux in Mad Max Fury Road right. and Beast in the X-Men movies. He does a very good job zombie acting in that movie. Like, I feel like that's an underrated skill. Like, I believe that he's a zombie slowly becoming human in that movie. It's a very believable performance for a very unbelievable concept. So it works. And the other movie I watched was Taken. Nice. I've the never original? seen Taken before. Yeah, the first You've one. never seen the original Taken? No. Wow. People loved that movie. I think it's kind of bad. Yeah, but it was it was weird because... There wasn't an action movie like that for a while before it. Yeah. Then after it came out, that's that's, that's all, all we got. All we got, yeah. yeah. But it was, it's weird. <laughs> like anyone over the age of like forty five that saw that movie absolutely loved it. Yeah. So it's like Red, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, my parents love Red, and my parents love Taken. <laughs> I didn't hate Taken. I, it's kind of boring. Like most of the movie, yeah. has been. I'm like, when does this get exciting? It also has a relatively anticlimactic ending. Which doesn't help very much. If the ending, if I remember the ending correctly, it just kind of ends. Like you get like these like mo- like flashes of action sequences, right? And they kind of build up a little bit, and then the ending happens, and you expect one big one, and you don't really get it. That's it's true. Kind of Amazing. a letdown. I remember that phone call scene was like all over the oh, place. Oh yeah, that's, such yeah. A long that's time. parodied by everything. Yeah. It still is. Like that hasn't gone away. They crammed. Like, lazily crammed all action movie tropes into this. Like, oh, they're divorced. Oh, he has a bad relationship with his kid. It's just... <laughs> it's funny, though. Like, um... So, Liam Neeson, main character, Taken. Yeah. They wanted him to be James Bond instead of Pierce Brosnan, but he didn't want to get tied down to strictly being an action movie actor. Which is very funny, because that's what he is. All now. he does. <laughs> that's all he does now as an did older Did anybody actor. see the follow-up that he did to this, where he tried to get away from action, but still, but it was still kind of an action movie, A Walk Among the Tombstones? I saw that, yeah. That was a, that was a pretty interesting movie. I like that one. It's fun. It's like I've all heard of good movies, things. Yeah. Like, like, um... So, the commuter's out now, so that's taken on a train. Yep. And then we got, was it Nonstop, which is taken on a plane. And, yeah. What was the one with the wolves? The gray. The gray. Oh, it's, my God. It's taken, take, take after it on ice. <laughs> taken on ice. It's Walk this, Along the Tombstone is taken noir. All of his movies now are, is like, he is an expert at everything. Yeah. He's an expert at whatever he needs to be an expert at exactly. in this situation. And but, something fucked with him, and he's yeah. <laughs> do whatever it takes to get it back. Is a very something set of skills. <laughs> Particular. <laughs> yep, that's the word. I saw The Grey in theaters with my dad, and I remember, like, he had no idea what it was about, and I was, like, kind of into it. So, you've seen the movie? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie? What? The Grey? No. So, again, they're stranded, like, in Alaska, and uh, these wolves are, like, after them, and they're, like, not around anybody, so he's trying to lead them to safety. So, like,. The whole movie is everyone, they're, they're traveling, and every once in a while, a wolf eats one of them. Yep. So I remember my dad leaned, like, next to me and goes, so every once in a while, someone's going to eat by a wolf? 
And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. And he goes like, I don't want to watch this. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Pops. That was a whole movie. And we left. <laughs> no, we, we stayed. And that's what we've been watching. Let's do our movie facts for the movie Wanted, which came out in 2008, with an R rating, which I forgot this movie had going in, and it's an hour and 50 minutes long. Its director's name, I'm sorry I'm going to butcher for all you fans out there, Timur Bekmambetov. He's very Russian. He's known for directing the Russian vampire movies Night Watch and Day Watch. He also directed Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Of course he fucking did. And, <laughs> and the movie Ben-Hur. So wait, does he also what, like do... The, when I came out, like, last year, Ben-Hur? Yeah, it's recent. Okay. Really recent. Did he also do uh, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies then? No. The rest of his movies he did were, like, Russian, and I've didn't, never heard of, so I didn't write down. You didn't want to have to write in Russian? Most of the titles in English, which confused me when I clicked on them and then found out they were Russian movies. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. So that's the old... Bekmambetov catalog. <laughs> <laughs> this movie stars James McAvoy, Morgan Freeman, Angelina Jolie, Terrence Stamp, Thomas Kretschmann, Common, Kristen Hager, Mark Warren, David O'Hara, Constantine Kabensky, I'm going to say, Dado Baktabzi, Baktadzi, I don't know, I'm sorry, if you're listening, and Chris Pratt. That last one was pretty easy. <laughs> The budget for the movie, $75 million, and it grossed $341 million. 134 of that was domestic. $134 million. Did all right for itself. Rotten Tomatoes has a movie at 71%. Certified fresh. The audience slightly disagrees at a 69%. IMDb has a 6.7 out of 10. Metacritic, 64. And a peculiar user score on Metacritic of 4.6. Interesting. All relatively the same, except for that user score. Yeah. I don't know why people on Metacritic hate this movie way more than Rotten Tomatoes, but... Interesting. Those are the movie facts. Let's get into our general thoughts, which are spoiler-free, about the movie. I forget who I went to first last time, so I'm just going to say it's sequel. It's the first time I saw this movie. I remember the trailer was on all the time. I remember that Curve the Bullet trailer. I remember Angelina Jolie getting out of the Beth. I had no interest in seeing it back then. Seeing it now, I mean, it was, it was fine. It was a good action movie. I got issues with the story. It felt to me like this should have been, like, a series of movies, and they kind of crammed it all into, like, one. But we'll get into details later. And Corey, you're up. If you remove the story from this movie and make it just a nonstop action flick, top to bottom, with the curved bullets and all that good stuff, it's a pretty solid movie. Um, and the graphics hold up surprisingly well. The story's biggest issue is that it doesn't know what it wants to do, and McAvoy's character can't decide whose side he wants to be on. And it's really distracting. This movie is absurd <laughs> in the best possible way. What are you talking about with plot, Corey? The plot here is really stupid and paper-thin. Oh, yeah. It's a great action movie, as far as, like, a good dumb action movie is concerned. James McAvoy's performance is great in this movie. You're like the biggest McAvoy fan. He's a really good actor. <laughs> I've never seen him in anything where I've been like, yeah, he really phoned in on this one. Is this one of his first movies? Yeah, yeah it's one it of his is. earlier ones. Yeah. It's the first time I ever saw him in anything. It's one of his first leading roles, I'm pretty sure. Everyone is good in this movie with the exception of Angelina Jolie, pretty much. 
I don't think she's great in this movie. Kama's good. All right, you're out of your mind. Kama's also not good. I one of my favorite parts in this movie is an Angelina Jolie face. And we'll get to it later. There's a lot of Angelina Jolie face in this movie. That's the majority of her performance. Yeah, and she's looking places. And one and one of those scenes is hysterical and amazing. We'll get into it. All right, so about half really just names back of away and Morgan Freeman. I like in this. It's not like an amazing Morgan Freeman role, but he's still Morgan Freeman. It's an odd choice for him. It is. Those are our general thoughts for the movie. From here on out, spoilers for the movie Wanted. If you haven't seen it yet, you know, this is your last chance to see it spoiler-free unless you stop listening to us. Thanks for the download. And spoilers for Wanted. Everybody go. Professor X is best friends with Star-Lord. That was the first thought I had. (laughs) (laughs) Star-Lord's a giant dick to him. And he looks so different. Like he's like a portly Star Lord. That's, That's like actually this is the Chris Pratt I knew, I know, and love. This is Parks and Rec. This yeah, is Parks, Parks, and Parks and Rec one. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Yep. He actually looks better in this than he does in Parks and Rec. Parks and yes. Rec, he looks like an actual mess. Yeah, <laughs> he actually looks kind of kind of in shape. He went really method to be. What was his name Andy Dwyer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he went all that method. I think he just played himself. That that was him. <laughs> yeah, he was just a dude who lived in who like surfed in Hawaii for like years and was like. Oh, you want to put me in a television show? I <laughs> If I slim down and lift, I can get action roles. All right, good. Bring it on. So, I agree that James McAvoy's performance in this is really good, though. Like, I firmly believe, like, the every time he, like, becomes overwhelmed with, like, the adrenaline or whatever the excuse is for why they're able to do what they can do, I firmly believe, like, his... F- well, that's his excuse. He's the only one who can do that. I mean... The adrenaline thing that it's unique to him and Mr. X in the beginning of the movie. They don't all do that. No, I right. think they all do. I thought they no, all no, do that. no, no, no. No, that's like his special ability. Yes, that's, that's his why superpower. He's the only one that can kill Cross. No, the only reason that he can kill Cross is because he's the only one that Cross will like get close to him because he's his son. Right, but he also has the ability to because Cross is the best one they've ever had. Maybe. No, I, I, I was so I'm, not. I don't. I was under the impression that the way to be in the fraternity of assassins is to have this, like, mutation where, like, your heart... No, they don't all do that. No. That's unique to James McAvoy and Mr. X. Then how the hell are they training him to do things if they don't know how to do it themselves? Because they already had Mr. X who did it. it oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, yeah. yeah. Oh, can we talk about this fraternity now? Sure, yeah. Sure. So this movie takes place in Chicago. Yep. Is, is there it Chicago? F- yes. Okay. Is there a fraternity in every major city? Is this fraternity in Chicago the one by controlling the United States? Why are all the people have to assassinate in Chicago? What's going on? Chicago is the crime hub of the world. And we don't know that all their assassinations are in Chicago. The ones that they show us are, but... <laughs> the two that they show us. Yeah. They only show us... Well, yeah, two, right? Yeah. Well, And they're not going to send him to, like... Beijing to assassinate some well, guy on Well, he goes day. somewhere. He doesn't have a passport. On his own. Well, they let him go. They let him go, yeah. It's the first time he leaves the country, because they got the traceable bullet. Yeah, so they probably have at least one other fraternity at that place. They have a loom there. The loom. The loom we're is gonna, terrible. We're going to talk about the loom. <laughs> oh, God. If there's not a huge problem with the plot in this movie, it's the fucking it's the loom. loom, man. Oh, man, I could talk an hour about the loom and how stupid it is. <sighs> I liked... And here's the thing. On the surface... Listening to Morgan explain it, it, Morgan Freeman explain it, and then just accepting it, I'm actually, I think it's a cool idea to have, like, a thing that's deciding the fate of all these people. I like that. 
but clearly it's too easily manipulated, so it's a terrible idea. Plus, if you look at a different patch, like, an inch and a half, oh, uh, how is he deciding where these patches are? I don't know. <laughs> and it's just him, so it's easily corruptible. Yeah. No one's checking his work. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Paul. you put a one here, this is clearly a two. Well, it's, um, it's, a little, it's binary. Yeah, it's binary. It's zero and one. I'm sorry. It's all right. After today, you will never set foot in this room again. <laughs> No we, checks and balances in the fraternity. Well, and, and here's... <laughs> and, it's, and it's actually comes up to be one of the my biggest qualms with the whole movie, is that, so, the Loom had his name come up. Uh, what's who, his name? Who we, Sloan. 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 Yeah. So the Loom has Sloan's name come up. Because he's corrupt and he's doing this for his own good. So he then, like, hides it away and starts manufacturing them for himself. He's sending his assassins out to kill these people... Which then makes the loom make them a target. So when, at the end, like when they're all in a circle and James McAvoy tells them all what's going on, and Sloan comes in and is like, your name came up, and your name came up, and your name came up. Their names came up probably because you were sending them to kill people that aren't supposed to be dead. Now, my take on this is, I bet you his name came up, and then all their names came up at like the same, like around the same time. You're just assuming that they're all happy. Because it's the loom of fate. So, I guess it predicts the future. So, the, the, like, the loom knew he's going to get corrupt and make you get... So, your your names are all coming up. So, maybe Sloan saw his own name come up, and then saw everyone else's name come up, and goes, okay, I have to do something about it. I'm going to save these. Yes. That, that, well, that was my understanding of okay. it. But you're... But you're it's, it's pretty much... Yeah. Splitting See, I, I just always took it as, you know, Angelina Jolie doesn't have to kill all of her friends and herself because... If it's just if if the loom says they have to die because they're doing bad things, they're doing bad things because of the manipulation from Sloan. So she's probably the wanted. biggest believer in that too, based on her backstory. Yeah, I didn't think she was gonna kill herself. I was waiting for her to get out of the way. I firmly believe. Like, I mean, I've seen the movie before. Yeah, so, it's yeah. my first time watching. Yeah. Like, oh, cool, McAvoy and Fox come like hang out. <laughs> <laughs> they could finally get it on. <laughs> when I uh, when I first saw it. And, like, she, like, gets her name. As soon as she decides to, like, carve the bowl and kill everybody, I was like, I don't think she's going to move. I kind of I felt like she was going to do it. Because that's how big of a... Like, they made her out to be, like, the believer of believers. Like, if your name comes up, you're done. Regardless. So if her name comes up, sorry, I'm out. I just want to talk about how the fact that when he passes out the sheets and he's like, your name came up, your name came up. Gunsmith. Common's name is Gunsmith. <laughs> It's a, It's not as actually. It's in quotes. Yeah. It doesn't have an actual name. Like, like Wesley Aaron Gibson comes up mm-hmm. in the thing that he manufactured to give them. Gunsmith. <laughs> Common's name, character's name, and this is just Gunsmith. He doesn't actually have a. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, you know what? The three outside of Fox. Also, Sloan came up. Is so he's like Prince. Yeah. <laughs> What Fox's, is this? Fox's name confused me most of all because Morgan Freeman is Lucius Fox in the Batman movies. <laughs> so that scene where he goes, like, when can I go out when Fox says you're ready? Like, why are you referring to yourself in a third person? And it came out the same year as Dark Knight. What is, so the, the three main people that, the three guys that are training, training him, it's... The Repairman. The Repairman, that's what it is. Repairman, Gunsmith. What is is the butcher's name called? What do they call him? I don't know. Fat, sweaty guy. He's he's listed as the butcher. It is the butcher? Why do they have a butcher in this um, 
Did you see Fox? Plant. I mean, fuck. Now you're having me do it. Fox. Sloan's steak that he gets, his fancy-ass steak. Yeah, that's why they have a butcher. But that's like, that's his thing? Like, Yeah, he loves knives. He's He likes knife play. So they got all these pigs. He's not a gun dude. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. His first interaction was actually kind of fun, though. The pussy scene? Yeah. Listen up, puto. Knives <laughs> are easy to hide. <laughs> I didn't care for him as a character. No, he's not the best. I don't really like him and the... the fuck, I want to call him the cleaner, the repairman. He looked really bored, like, the whole time. Yeah. It's uninterested. Like, Fox is like, we're up. Okay. <laughs> well, that was the thing. Like, it, they, they go through all of this rigmarole to make it seem like all these guys are, like, hardcore, high-end assassins. You never see any of them do any of it. They're all just hanging out in this textile mill waiting for a call that never comes... Only ever sends Fox and McAvoy's character out. Yeah, but there's happens a lot off camera. There's a lot of people in that circle at the end. Yeah, right. So, so many of them we never met. And your name came up. And your name came up. Because I give a shit about any of these other guys. And I, that was the thing. I like, would. well, that was the thing, right? Like, wouldn't that scene have been better, like, better served if it was just the four people in the fraternity that, like, we have any connection to? Instead of getting what is essentially, like, the final castle of a video game, where you have to beat, like, three mini-bosses before you get up to the big guy. That's funny. That was brought up in Cinnamon Sins also. Is it? Yeah. Because that's, it, it, that's what it felt like. So, like, they, you breached the first mini-bosses, the repairman. That didn't take long at all. They mentioned the, um, the uh, Cinnamon Sins. Like, why, why does he have to fight the butcher, like, like uh... In his home turf is like a video game where you always fight the boss, like in his home, like world, and yes, <laughs> pretty much. This would have been a fun video game. They made a video game out of it, did they? Yeah, didn't do well. I don't think so. I don't. I don't even. Remember. I didn't even know what happened. I turned. I threw in the DVD today to watch the movie, and the first preview was for the game. I was like, "What? They could do so much with that physics engine with uh, Kirby. Well, Kirby the bullet. Yeah, that was revolutionary." That's what everyone talks about this movie. Yes. It was all over the trailer. When I told Veronica what movie I was watching, she said, is that the one with the fancy bullets? With Kirby the Bullet. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, because my boss was like, what movie you guys doing? Like, Wanted. And he goes, never heard of it. My Kirby the Bullet. He goes, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it, but I remember that. One thing that annoyed me, it was cool the first time I watched it, and then I did it two more times, the bullets colliding in midair. I thought they just beat it to death. They did. A little bit, yeah. It was cool had they done it once. I think I could have dealt with it like two, maybe three times tops, but the amount of times that they do it is ridiculous. So the first time you see it... They only really did it two times. Three. Like, they did it slow motion once and then fast motion once. I mean, slow motion twice and fast motion once. I thought there was a bunch of other times they do it in between, like during the scenes where like... It happens with him and Cross, right? Couple times. Him and Cross the first yeah, time, it's, it's the first bullet that gets shot. Yeah. yeah, but like the one where like he's about to kill Cross, and Wesley um, shoots it and like knocks it out of the way. Like I liked that one. Like that was a cool way to do it. But past that, it's very Matrixy. This movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of people talk about how like interesting and creative it was, and then if you really think about it, it was. A lot like the Matrix. Well, the Matrix, you really like you're taking the con- like them contorting their bodies in the stop motion. You're just doing it with bullets, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking. Yeah, you're making bullet time with the bullets. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, the other thing is, like, the Matrix still applies normal physics. Bullets still only go straight. True. Where this was... But what if no one, someone told... No one ever told you that bullets go straight, Corey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Physics still exists, Joe. You don't know that. Shoot the wings off these flies. <laughs> what? I think Common's like, if you don't shoot, I will. <laughs> How do we feel about Common as an actor? He's, he plays these exact same roles. He's fine... In the roles in that he's put in. things. In these type of roles where he doesn't have to say much, he just has to kind of like be like stern and like around. That's fine. This is our second common movie that we've done. This year. Right? We did both this year. This and John Wick 2. Oh, no, there's um Suicide Squad. Who is he in Suicide Squad? Wasn't he like the person the Joker kills? Shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is common. Shit, that's right. I think Common's best movie is a movie called Smoke and Aces. Oh, I've seen Smoke and Aces. I really enjoy that movie. So do I. Guilty pleasure movie of mine. Yeah. Just, just right. You ever see that? No. He's a basketball player. I've he heard of that. Yep. Tears his ACL and Queen Latifah nurses him back to health. <laughs> Plays for the Nets. <laughs> All right. Not a movie I'm going to watch, but okay. Mike and Mike are in it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> of course they are. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind Common in this. You get. Get barely in. They play to his strengths of not saying a lot. Yeah. And giving him a stupid name. Like... The gunsmith. The, 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 just gunsmith. gunsmith. <laughs> so Angelina Jolie walks walks him in and says, This is gunsmith. He uh, knows more than anybody in this place about pieces. What's up? Perfect! That's exactly the way that he should... Be, that's exactly the way he should play that scene. You don't actually ever see any real training happening either. It's kind of a bunch of... I don't know, he finally starts to take it more seriously, and then he does better, right? Yeah. It's a bunch of montages. But, like, there's no, like, actual... It's like, you're getting the shit kicked out of you, you're getting the shit kicked out of you. Okay, I got out of the chair, now I can beat you with the chair. That's kind of it. It was confusing to me how they did that, because, like, I thought it was so he would say the right thing and admit, like, he doesn't know who he is or whatever... But then they kept putting him in the chair and beating the shit out of him. Yeah, I was, afterwards. I was like, like, what's the what's the end game of this? Toughen you up, learn how to take a punch? Like I, I guess learn how to get out of this sort of situation. But if you're as good of an assassin as they claim that you're going to be, you're not going to be in that situation anyways. You're going to be on the train, carve the bullet in, and you're, nobody's going to even know where... Like, nobody's going to know. Yeah, sometimes. This assassin thing is just not explained very well. No, yeah, no. Even their origin, you, we get... Black screen with white text, and Weavers decided to do this. Yeah. Okay. Wow. How? I've heard the comic is much different than this movie. I'd be interested to read the comic because I hear the comic's really good. Hmm. I enjoy the movie, but I feel like I would enjoy the comic for different reasons, like because it would actually be better. Yeah. Story wise. <laughs> so I, I mentioned my favorite part being an Angelina Jolie face. And go on. It's right. Don't tell me what she's eating the sandwich. No. <laughs> All right. Good. No. It, it's right after. It's right after the shoot the wing off the fly scene, when he decides to leave, and he like walks up, like points a gun in her face. He's like, "Back away! Get away from me! Get away from me! Get away from me, please! Back up, please!" And she's like sitting there trying to hold back laughter, like it was a bad take, and they just like rolled with it. I thought that was one of the best. Like I fucking love that part. Just her face and how she's not taking him seriously to the point of laughing. She's choking back laughter. Nobody else saw that and, like, thought that was kind of funny? No? No? I didn't think it was because, like, it wasn't unexpected. Like, Sloane just said, he's like, you're in a room full of the most 
accomplished assassins in the world, maybe don't point the gun at them. <laughs> point it so back at me. Yeah, keep it pointing at me. Do you think they wanted to get Samuel Jackson for this role, and they said, "All right, we're going to sell on Morgan Freeman"? Because Samuel busy. Jackson's too aggressive. That one role? line, shoot this motherfucker! Like I can just picture Samuel Jackson doing it. That blew my mind having Morgan Freeman say <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, was I like, agree. I was like, I like this, but I didn't expect this. I shoot this mother! I just picture Samuel yeah. Jackson. And then at the end, when he gets shot on the X, like when he's standing on the X, uh, he didn't notice that big yellow posted note X. Just like Mr. X didn't notice the huge X. I got a, I got major beef with that last scene. Is it from well, the how far away he shoots him from? No, no, no. That part's fine. That fits with the science of the movie. Whatever. Yeah. They do it earlier on. That That's cool. He's not getting his old job back. How does he know Sloane's going to show up at that exact moment? It's, it's a lot of things bother me about that's it. That's the same thing about the beginning of the movie. How does he know that guy's going to be there at the exact same moment? Well... I mean, again, we're still early on in the movie, and Cross is supposed to be, like, this, like, amazing guy, and, I don't know, and, like, Mr. X, maybe he had him scouted and, like, and, like figured that, but, like... He's very predictable, that Mr. X. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? He's the, the guy, the, the actor who plays Mr. X is in the Harry Potter movies. I recognize him as something. I recognize him from Departed and Braveheart. So, he in, I think he's in Braveheart. In he's in Braveheart. Deathly Hollows Heart... One when they sneak into the ministry, and he and all three of yep. them, he's he's the one that Harry turns into. Yes, yeah, it's like a Death Eater or something like that, or, or like one of the cops. Mm-hmm. Isn't he just a ministry worker? Maybe oh, he's I, a, I think that's the whole point of that scene. Is there, he is. We're talking ministry. about Harry Potter right now. It's yeah, just, he is a ministry worker. It's just a ministry worker. Okay. Yeah, and he tells Arthur they're looking for you, and Arthur gets all offended. Um, and then curse the bullet. <laughs> We're back. Okay, nice, uh, nice segue there, buddy. The first time he's in with the gunsmith, and they uh, they bring up the three dead bodies. Oh my god, guys! It's so real. How do you do? And it turns out to be like three dead people. That, that, was, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. I like that. Like the, you got to practice on shooting a corpse <laughs> or a bo- human body. This this movie is is pretty funny. Like it's like I f- feel written that way. Mm-hmm. Like like I got it. My favorite scene is um, when he tells off Janice. I love that scene, and then when he's walking out, he takes his keyboard and he hits Chris Pratt in the face, and fuck you, flies yeah. off the with his tooth. Love it, outstanding. And that's the thing. Like again, talking about how good McAvoy played this role is like he's been like trying to contain all of this pent up adrenaline that he gets. So when he finally decides to like let it go, it feels like you can feel how like relieving it is. Like the minute that he like swings that keyboard. Like you feel like it's like it's a sense of relief almost. So you, that can, was, you can sense it as the meter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for the rest of the movie, like his transformation from really pathetic, really pathetic and insignificant to cool guy. <laughs> I don't even consider him like pathetic. He just doesn't care about anything. He's I mean, he calls himself pathetic. He's a nihilist. Yeah, like his girlfriend's cheating on his best friend. He knows he just doesn't care. Yeah, he's just drifting through life. He's like, whatever. Life's shit, and then you die. It's true. I'm going to Google myself again. <laughs> yeah, that name would pop up. I'm okay. Yeah, so it would be no results. That's bullshit. Some kind of guitar would pop up. Yeah, Gibson <laughs> would definitely make a guitar reference. I mean, he's also essentially getting headhunted by Angelina Jolie. That's got to make you feel pretty good. You have this fairly attractive girlfriend who's like, 
just a nagging bitch. Uh, she's she's nagging and she cheats on and you. She cheats with on your you. Best with your best friend. Your life kind of sucks. Your life kind of sucks. And then out of nowhere, somebody as hot as Angelina Jolie just shows up. Is like, hey, El, you want to go for a walk? Yeah. Yes, I do. You want me to tell you about how your dad was an assassin in the middle of a pharmacy? Yep, because that's not a weird <laughs> conversation for the guy, the pharmacist. You could see it as, like, that guy did a good job acting. You could see it in his face, like, what the... What are you... Lady, <laughs> I just hand out the prescriptions. <laughs> Can you just not hear? For the first time seeing this movie, the the, the reveal of the, the father-son relationship, totally saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Only because the actor that plays Mr. X is, like, not cool enough, I, f- I, f- I felt. And... I feel like they wanted to use the line from Empire Strikes Back, and they couldn't, and it felt weird. And they tried to like kind of do it a little bit, but they don't do it well. Wesley, but. you're my son. <laughs> <laughs> that I wanted. It, I'm your father, so it's so much better. But they can't use it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's fine the way they did it. I uh, th- this again. This is kind of the main plot of the movie, but this is actually where I have my biggest qualm with the movie is McAvoy's, like, quick changes. It's like, everything sucks. I don't want to do this at all. Okay, I'm going to be an assassin now. Oh my god, being an assassin sucks. I don't know who I am. This is awful. Okay, now I'm going to be a good assassin. We found purpose in life. Like, okay. That's the whole thing. So we're fine. Okay, you can explain it up to there. Perfect. Yeah. But then it's like, he goes in hard on trying to kill this guy, Cross. And then, the minute that Cross, the guy you just killed says, by the way, you're my son. They're like, he's like, well, clearly that's true. I'm going to turn around and take down this whole fraternity. You didn't believe him. He got the, the uh, what's it, Terrence Stamps character. Like, he brings him back and shows him his dad's apartment and all the evidence that it's I his hate. dad. Yeah, because... Everything but, about that. That's fair. <laughs> but it's not like he just believed Cross blindly that he was his yes, dad. Yes, he did, because the minute... Because you see in his face, he tears, he cries... And he says to Fox behind also, him... Is, it, is that true? Yes, yeah, so she confirms it. So, yeah, so she he knows. Right. Yeah, but it's just too quick of a turnaround. There's not enough time. He asked for confirmation and got it. I don't I don't understand what you're griping about here. I'm griping that in this one hour and 50 minute movie, the guy changes opinion four times. As any normal person might. Yeah, agree to disagree on this one, then. What's over time period? I mean, it's not... Yeah, but in, like, it feels to me too quick that it's just like he's a he's as blind of a believer as anybody else in the fraternity is he's no different than every other member he's like blindly following what Sloane's feeding him and then he's blindly following what this guy who he's never met before is telling him about his father I mean it comes to his own realizations this movie's all about like they have shots of his like when he doesn't kill the guy on top of the train the first time and it takes Fox telling him the story and it's like so she she was abused, and that's why she buys into this. And he's like, okay, I understand now. Like, he, he does doubt the fraternity. He thinks for himself. He's not a sheep. That's what I took away from this anyway. Can we talk about him being brought back to his father's apartment? Since you hate it so much? Or Do you hate it? I don't love it. If the fraternity is, is as smart and as powerful as they, they make themselves out to be, that there's no way you're keeping that apartment secret. Not Cross would have ample opportunity to tell this kid, you're my son, yeah. prior to all this. It makes no sense to me. I, I, that's problematic. Like, like the fraternity's first move wouldn't be to go seek out the son. They clearly know who he is. Like, it, it's not like 
Cross leaves him when he's a week old to protect him from the fraternity, like, oh no, he's, like, nobody knows I even have this kid, it's fine. They seem to know as soon as Cross goes rogue and kills Mr. X, they know that this cat, this kid's a, alive and kicking, like, oh, let's just go and Well, they might be doing... They might be doing, like, extensive background searches on all the people that they get in their fraternity. So, like, they know he has a kid if the time comes where, like, things happen. I don't know. It seems like a thing that would happen. Yeah, but that's all... But that's my point. Like, as soon as he starts picking people... It's not like that's the first guy he picked off. It was. I think they explained in the movie that Mr. X was the first guy that he took out. No, because Mr. X is in that room because he said that there's been strife and a bunch of their own have been dying. As he said, I, I know he said. Yeah, that's the whole reason. Trace this bullet, or because we're having issues. We're, ha- we're having issues with a with a guy. Huh. I thought I heard them say some line about Mr. X having been the first one, but maybe not. Hmm. Mr. X's whole like intro scene where he like leaps across, confused the hell out of me. Matrix, right? I mean, this feels. I felt like the Matrix. I think it's cool. It looked it looked cool. Yeah. It was just confusing. I like the fact that he didn't make it all the way across. Like, if it was Neo in the Matrix, he clearly would have made it all the way, but this guy just, like... Maybe he didn't want to. short. Well, probably not. I mean, it worked out better for him. True. Well, well relatively. It would have. Had he not been standing had, right on the X. Had it not been a setup. But you should never send sheep to kill a wolf, Joe. Never. Never. Unless you strap a bomb to the sheep. Which is what a, they do. Feed him peanut the butter. Well, again, can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why would the rats leave the dump truck? He pushes them out. He like, but wouldn't they go try to go back towards the peanut butter? Why would they infiltrate? I don't get. It. I don't understand. It doesn't seem like when a lot of time passes between when like the rats get those out. Rats get in fast. Yeah, and right. Get really far. Also, nobody's <laughs> noticing all of like the time pieces on every like fourth rat. <laughs> I got a problem with the rat. I like. You can see it coming. Like they they kind of like telegraph it. Yeah. Like uh, they do a lot of telegraphing. This, this peanut movie. butter line is not a throwaway thing. This is gonna this is gonna be a major theme going forward. I actually forgot it happened because I've seen the movie before and seeing it this time, I forgot the entire thing with the rats happened. Really? Yeah, did not remember. I mean, when you said at the top that this was like absurd, I'm like, I thought I thought really stuck with the rats. Was pretty absurd. <laughs> like the rats would wouldn't the rats die the minute that they ingested gasoline soaked peanut butter or? I don't... Explosive-laced yeah. peanut butter? I don't know, man. <laughs> Joe's trying so hard to defend this movie. I'm not, I'm not, defending, the I'm not defending the logic or the plot in this movie. I'm just... I don't know. I can't... I don't have the answers you seek. Yeah, that's fair. I, I have them. This is like a turn-your-brain-off movie. And just enjoy yeah. the yeah. visuals, right? It's true. But again, just like me being the first time I saw it, I was I'm like, I'm analyzing what's going on here. When I watch this movie, and I've watched it a bunch of times since it's come out, it, it like I do like the first or second time I saw it, I had I started having problems with McAvoy's back and forth, and since then I just stopped. I just stopped caring. I'm I don't I'm I'm in this to see Angelina Jolie's ass or her stunt double's ass. <laughs> Same difference. Is it her stunt double? Yeah. Confirmed. Confirmed. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Body double, right? Yeah. There was a Chive article like three weeks ago about exactly that. Like the Chive. Yeah. That's <laughs> a like, website still. <laughs> that it is. The Chive app. I check it once every couple days. Yeah, Try to find the memes. Do you even Chive, bro? Oh, no. man, those shirts keep calm, Chive on. I have like an extensive collection of them. Wow. What's this Corey's closet at home? <laughs> it's in every color. All Chive. It's it's like a. 
<laughs> I'll try for a big potato. I'm sorry. I had to make <laughs> like, it's like half of my one drawer is chap shirts. About six of like the keep comb chap ons. So your internet drawer? What's the other half? That, this is uninteresting to everyone else. A couple violet shirts and then all my <laughs> shirts. Interested. I meant like outside this room. That's <laughs> true. It's not staying in. <laughs> I like my movie t-shirts, my sports t-shirts, my comic t-shirts. Nice. It's nice. It's I have my t-shirts. <laughs> That's it. I've got one drawer of t-shirts that like I wear constantly, and then like my workout stuff in, in like a second drawer. Sleep and workout stuff. I have going out t-shirts and in-the-house t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. And the in-the-house t-shirts mostly have holes in them. <laughs> Some of my going out t-shirts still have, have holes in them, too. I'm not going to lie to you. So bold move, <laughs> it's a bold move, Con. I don't care. See if it works out for me. Yeah, but you're right. Like, well, it, like as far as just turn your brain off, yeah. watch the action. It's it's a perfectly good movie. It's kind of fun. It's fun watching bullets kind of go in weird, wonky ways. The way like the way that like all of these bullets are like special. Like they've got like four different things that pop off that make them go further each time. I want I want more. I thought it led to. Expanding and making like I don't know, at least an internet show or something or something you get on Crackle. Like I would have liked this. Mo- I would have liked this story better if it was split into two different movies entirely. I would have loved to see this movie end, like expand, like give me more training and learn to be an assassin, and and then end it with, by the way, I'm your dad, and then the next movie it's like. Him getting like needing to get intel and slowly like picking like picking up where his dad left off, picking the guys off, and then making an attempt on the textile factory. I don't think there's any saving the story in this. Hmm. I don't think there's any saving the story in this movie. Probably not. I don't think they need two movies. Well, well, I was very curious. Where does he go from here? He killed Sloan. He's got all of these abilities. Was he just like a, an assassin for hire at this point? Maybe. Maybe he takes out lo- the other fraternity. There's also there's also another, there's another loom in the other in like where he met what's his name in Italy or wherever that yeah. is. That'd be interesting. I mean, that's a, that's a good that's a good movie. Wanted chapter two. There's a that's that's problem number number two with this with this loom. There's two different looms. Do they do the exact same thing? Two looms of fate. I I'm, I'm gonna be in the camp of there's like a loom in every major city. Yeah. Yeah. That, the, that loom is only for Chicago. That's it. That's the Chicago loom. The era oh, is just... only made in Chicago. I don't know, man. <laughs> You're so frustrated I'm, with us trying make, to... I'm making this up as I go along, <laughs> just like I'm sure they did. Oh, clearly. Why the chapter three? The loom of Des Moines. <laughs> the loom of Des Moines. You know there's only like 25 people in Des Moines, Iowa, right? This is the textile factory, and this is the factory where we make all the cereal. <laughs> and... <laughs> Big loom just mysteriously appeared here. <laughs> Sometimes it makes mistakes. We throw those out. <laughs> people in the morning, five of them are bad. <laughs> Kill them. Have this shit wrapped up in twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the exact same bar. You can do it one bullet if they're in the right spot. Curve it. If they're in anywhere. McAvoy develops how to curve it multiple times. Got yeah. uh, on everybody. That'd be a good movie. <laughs> he's just—he's basically Magneto. <gasps> What the <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, I got anything else? We did our favorite parts, right? You said yours was the Angelina Jolie look. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite part. That's your favorite part. Oh, my favorite part's the whole final action sequence when he infiltrates the the facility again. 
That's that is so good. Awesome. It is. <laughs> it watch. is. It is a really, really fun scene to watch. Again, he's murdering so aside, many people so quickly. And, lo- yeah, you take uh, away. You take away the, the logic. Weapon. Yeah, you take away the logic of the rats, man. That scene is so fun. Visually, yeah, it's great. Up until he fights the butcher, like when he's running through the warehouse, just murdering people and like taking their guns right out of their hands. Yeah, yeah, that 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 aspect of it. Timing everything perfectly, Matrix Matrix esque. That would have been an awesome final level in a video game. Oh yeah, before you get to that final room, that's like a quick time event. Yeah, least least favorite. Everything about the loom, I just I hate it. (laughs) So fake. (laughs) No, just the the whole the loom of fate, like. Having a movie about assassins with special abilities is cool. And I understand the source material is weavers and you need the loom. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. We were taking instructions from one guy reading mis- misthreading on a large piece of fabric. I want to know what the ones and zeros translate into. Like, I know that that's, like, way too much exposition for this dumb plot. But, like, I just want to know how you get a name out of that. Because it's Because there's not that many errors. It, it because but that's the binary, right? So binary for S is let's say it's zero zero one one zero zero two one one. Yeah, but did you see like the amount of errors he wrote down as opposed to what they translate into? Yeah, like, because it doesn't match up. It's it well, needs each, to be way more zeros and ones to make an entire three person three or three name name. I mean, it's yeah, and that little patch sounds like it, but also. It's maybe it's my poor eyesight when he's initially explaining. You see that one thread? How it's a mistake? I said no. <laughs> I yeah. I don't don't see it at all. You, uh, later on, you, when it's like um, they kind of like zoom out a little bit, you can tell there's like different. All right, all right so there's a little mis- there's mistakes here and there. You can see like the darker area mm-hmm. where they screwed up. But the first time, like no, I don't I don't see this. <laughs> well, you zoom in on this very specific spot because like it lays over. Or, yeah, it said one over is one and then an under is zero. Is okay. Yeah. If he reads it wrong, it messes up like one letter. Could be killing it. Doesn't matter, he's person. making it up. That's right. Yeah, he's making it up as he goes is along. Is that both your least favorites? Is the loom? No. Or my okay. least favorite is is Magavoy's inspiration, uh, motivation. That's what I'm looking for. Magavoy's motivation, and I don't know. I still feel like he's too, blo- too avidly, blindly following. My least favorite scene is when Wesley shoots the exterminator. Oh. That's sad. It is sad. sad. That guy was cool. This is his only friend there for quite a while. Pretty much. His only guy didn't beat the shit out of him. And he gave him shots of vodka when he was in the weird wax bath. And he does everything besides point to alert him that Angelina Jolie is in the tub next to you. (laughs) To be fair, he didn't do the eye thing, where he's like, dude, look. Dude, look. (laughs) He's whistling. He should have done the eye thing. I was waiting for it. Look behind you. Look behind you. <laughs> but he, if he doesn't, then Angelina Jolie doesn't get pissed off enough to be the one that beats the shit out of him with brass knuckles. She has brass knuckles on. She only uses the brass knuckle hand on, like, the sides. On, like, his ribs. Never punches him in the face with the brass knuckles. Why? Why not use the brass knuckles? The recovery room can only fix so much. It can fix his hand and stab through, though. You'd think it would be able oh, to yeah, fix... Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Th- that's right. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think it would be able to fix the exterminator after he shoots him, but nope. No, yeah, they don't bother no trying to on that one. Maybe because it's one of Wesley's special assassin bullets. Did he shoot him in the heart? Because I, I missed... I didn't think he did, but... I thought he back, shot him, like, over... up a lot of blood. He was. Yeah. yeah. I thought he shot him kind of in, like, the upper chest on, like, the opposite side of the heart, though. He said bullseye, so I thought maybe that many shot him in the heart. I don't know. Yeah. Who do you think... 
the exterminator was referring to when he said your your father loved this trick? You think he was referring to Cross, or do you think he was referring to Mister Act? Like, was he in on it? I think I think he knows. I think he he means Cross, like the actual dad, because when Wesley goes back to the apartment, he's got all the watches. He's got all the watches already right. set up okay. and all the schematics, and we just don't know. They have a lot of really old guns in this for some reason. Anybody notice that? Not particularly. Yeah, there's they have some. I saw some. They they have enough in there to make it unnecessary. Like if he's got like he had one old timey piece that was just like I like this one. It's for display. Yeah, but like the one that he uses to shoot somebody from like eighteen miles away, also really really old looking. How many people went out and tried to curve bullets with that with that arm motion after this movie came out? Probably too many. Yeah, I wonder how many like. Trying to curve the bullet-related injuries <laughs> or deaths there were. Again, too many. Anybody watch the Mythbusters episode about them trying to curve the bullet? No. That's actually Frank Exclamation. That is an email, I think. Is it? Yeah. What did Frank have to say? I'm going to read it to you when we do ratings. Okay. It's just easier as one fluid motion. That's fair. Um, I should pull that Yeah, they, so the, the Mythbuster episode, they try to do it, and they know right out the gate that it's not going to work. And... How dare they with their preconceived notions of how physics work. <laughs> and, like, the final conclusion was, like, just because your hand moves after the bullet's fired doesn't mean the bullet hasn't already exited the chamber. Like, for it to work, you're... Essentially, the bullet would still have to be in the chamber when you're doing the flick. Do you ever play a video game, and when you're falling off the edge or something, you lean towards that side to get yourself back up? <laughs> That's essentially what... Moving your hand after firing a bullet does nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Anything else, guys? I'm done. There really isn't a lot to Latin this. No, it's pretty basic. A lot to break down. That is our coverage of Wanted. Every movie that we talk about here, we give a rating to, which on our Infinity Stone system is from 1 to 6. 1 stone is the lowest, 6 stones is the highest. If you love a movie enough to give it 6 stones, you can also include an Infinity Gauntlet at your own discretion. That's how the rating system works, so let's rate Wanted now. And, Corey, you're up first. I actually really do enjoy this movie when you overlook the stupid plot stuff, and you just let it be a dumb action movie. It's fun. And, again, like I I said briefly earlier, the graphics hold up. It doesn't look bad at all. It looks a little dated, sure, but it doesn't look bad. This movie gets four stones for me. I'd watch it again. Sequel? I was between three and four. The movie does have rewatchability. That's pretty much what I go on, and like the initial feeling you get when you know you finish watching it. There are some I overanalyzed it. It's 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 not a movie that's meant to be broken down like this. It's just like a fun action flick. So um, I'll, I'll go with four. Yeah, I think this movie's fun. Like we talked about it the entire time, the plot is dumb. It's very thin. It's just an action movie. Some of it resonates with me. I appreciate movies that have a main character that you're supposed to root for or follow that respond how a human being would. So getting into James McAvoy's head like that in this movie, or Wesley Gibson's head in, in this movie, I enjoy outside of the like 15-minute period where he's the most annoying human being I've ever met in my life, <laughs> screaming in a car like a baby. But that's how a person would respond, so I can't really criticize too hard for that. See, I'm giving this movie four stones. I enjoy it, and I think it's very rewatchable. I would easily watch this again. And now I have some thoughts from Frank, who emailed us. Miss you, buddy. Miss from you. the Ukraine. For all the way from the Ukraine. His internet worked today. 
Frank says, "Hey guys, sorry I couldn't make it tonight. I really want, I really wanted to be there." Oh. Yeah, edit that out, Joe. Okay. So, <laughs> so wanted came out on DVD, and my father brought it along with Lucky Number Eleven. I also like that movie too. That wasn't Frank writing that. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask. He asked me that night which one I wanted to watch. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a bad pun. I'll stop now. Frank's killing it. He is. <laughs> I wonder how many wanted puns Frank could have shoehorned into this episode had he been here. He's slaying this review. Love it. <laughs> Anyways, I chose Wanted, and I'm glad I did. This movie feels new and original. Still kind of does after watching it again for this. It has some weird science and strange physics that made us ask some questions. Even Mythbusters tried to curve a bullet. Obviously you can't, but I appreciate that this movie made us think. I believe that this is the first James McAvoy movie I've seen. I love him in this. Also, the other casting choices are great. Chris Pratt was Chris Pratt was in this? I'm struggling with finding gripes because this movie is already out of the realm of possibilities, but the loom is so dumb. <laughs> there it is. Overall, this movie is fun, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. My rating is 4.5 stones. I love you guys. Have fun tonight. The child known as Frank. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. It's about in line with what we've been saying. Absolutely. <laughs> The Loom is dumb, and this movie's fun. Frank's actually a big Matrix fan, too, so I figured he'd like this. I thought this movie feels original and new. That's kind of like Matrix Light. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a huge Matrix fan. I like the first movie. I didn't And I've never seen the last one. I didn't hate the second or the third one. I don't like the second one very much. There is a moment in the second one that I find fucking brilliant, but... I'll I'll ask you that after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What were we going to say? No, it's just, the Matrix? I, the Matrix doesn't hold up. That's my biggest issue with the Matrix. You can watch it now, it looks stupid. Does it? It was revo- like it was revolutionary at the time, and it was, like, 99 when it came out. Like, that's not that long ago, and I'm like, mm. Those are our ratings for Wanted. If you wanted to... I can't, I'm sorry, Frank. <laughs> If you want to let us know what you thought of the movie Wanted or a review of Wanted to tell us how totally right or totally wrong we are, or if you ever tried to curve a bullet, please send us your story and email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Leave out details. <laughs> Leave out specifics. You can also take a gif of you curving a bullet and send it to us on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you do, in fact, have video footage, apparently Instagram, you can post videos. Tag us at zthpodcast. We're on Facebook. Facebook.com backslash ZTH Podcast or search for us in Facebook. Zeros Talking Heroes. Zeros and Heroes end in E-S. And find us on iTunes or some kind of app that has podcasts and a rating system. Give us a five-star rating because we need the ratings for that algorithm. I don't know how the internet works. I don't know how podcast ratings work, but more ratings equals good. So that's what we want. And they're going to ask you to leave a review when you when you make a rating. That's totally up to you. But if you do, we'll read it on the air, as long as it's five stars. So that's it for our Wanted episode. Next time we're going to be doing a terrific movie, Batman and Robin. Can't wait. It's going to be different than this one. <laughs> Get so excited, guys. That's for sure. My bat nipples are already hard. Whoa, there it is. Now you're outside of the suit. How is that even? They're always hard. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the podcast. So thank you for tuning in. And remember, as always, on behalf of everyone, that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Stop trying to curve that bullet. <laughs> <laughs>